hello once again, folks. Welcome to the Sioux Nation podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Jake Geis with Sioux Nation Ag Center. And today we are blessed with having Seth Plater come by again to talk to us a little bit about the deer mineral. And Seth, um, just for a background for folks that don't know much about him, he's a field marketer with us here at Sioux Nation, um, came from southern Wisconsin and spent his high school years, though, over in north central Iowa, which I, I remember you saying you're from Wisconsin, but not the Iowa part. So the Iowa and deer hunting goes together a little bit, doesn't it? It sure does. It sure does. So, yeah, at any rate, he uh, had an animal science degree down at Iowa State University and has a background of doing uh, field research and also sales. So when we put all that together, you know, you, your background being the research, the science, the hard stuff, and then we go into something like deer mineral. And honestly, when you look at it, it kind of feels a little bit like the Wild West. 100%. I mean, you, you look at any sporting goods store and there are rows and rows of, of deer mineral, deer supplements. Uh, you pull up anything online and your, your, you know, Google feed will be full of different people creating that have created these, these supplements, these minerals, etc. Um, anytime you put on the outdoor channel, everybody has at least one or two plugs to their certain mineral here, there, and how they do it. Right. So Mm -hmm. it truly is the wild west. There are a lot of ways to go about, um, mineral or attractants, et cetera. Uh, I would tell everybody you need to check with your state, uh, regulations first before you do anything. So I just want to put that out there and make sure that, you know, game Let fish and this park, be the most DNR, important thing you yes. learned today. Correct. Make sure you're not breaking the law. Yep. Check, check with, uh, your local DNR game fish park, wherever, mm-hmm. whatever, whatever your state is calling it. Um, check with them, uh, before you do anything. That's first and foremost. And just want to put that out there on the record. All right. Now that we've gotten past that <laughs> yeah, part. Yeah, definitely. Okay, why deer mineral? So, yeah. So, everybody asks, you know, why? Well, deer are, are livestock, more or less. And, and mm-hmm. any any good farmer is going to have some mineral for his cattle or, or sheep, etc. Um, mineral is a key component in, in producing big deer as well. Mm-hmm. Right? So... There's obvious, the deer, yeah. I mean, the fawn and, and fawn recruitment. Well, well, exactly. I mean, obviously, why do we like to put out mineral? Because we wanna we wanna promote antler growth, right? Mm-hmm. But there are a lot of other pieces that the the mineral is going to help with, such as reproduction, um, digestion digestion of the forages. Um, obviously, just just bone growth in in general to make a a big robust deer naturally deer are going to look for mineral sources and we're just trying to help them and, and promote uh, a mineral source that's going to be best suited for their needs. So, okay. So obviously there's a good why to that. Um, if you're serious about deer hunting and you want to take your deer, qual- your quality deer management, mm-hmm. we'll say to the next level, then what we would look at is how do we do that then? in a way that's effective because it's, you know, if it was just as simple as throwing a block of mineral out there, it, it, well, it would be a magic, I suppose. Right. You know, and, and the how is, is, uh, dependent on, on what, what you want, right? I know some folks like to put a, put a mineral block out or, or some, 
some vitamins out for those deer in their backyard so they can they can see some deer coming to their backyard in the mornings and evenings etc i would like to harvest a deer and so what i do in my how is is you got to find the perfect spot for them mm-hmm. and in my opinion where i would start to to look is is really dense areas mm-hmm. so in the middle of the woods, the deepest, toughest spot to get to. So there's less pressure or the least amount of pressure there for those deer. And that's going to promote those deer deer flowing into that area um, throughout the day. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have a lot of, of traffic through uh, from people walking, vehicles, etc. You really don't, well, by the pressure, you, you don't want pressure from non-deer correct correct is what i want that i want that to be a little solitude where they can go at any given time you know free choice um and be able to find find mineral hang out there for a little bit you know if there's Mm -hmm. a body of water whether it's a creek or a pond that's great too because a lot of these you know mineral sources will will be high in salt Mm -hmm. it's always good seems to be good to be close to water as well so as far as how is concerned as well is there certain times of the year that it's better to start the placement process? Is it a year-around process? What's your advice? I would like to start placing mineral in the springtime when when that antler growth is, is just starting. However, any time can be a good time, right? Those deer have to find that source and, and then obviously start to pattern and, and come into that mineral source. So... In my opinion, where I would start is is springtime and place that mineral down. Then when I go through and start shed hunting, maybe place some cameras near that mineral source just to see what, what kind of deer we're attracting. In the middle of summer, if, if you're a little bit behind the eight ball, no worries. You're, those deer are still going to find that mineral. You're still going to be able to to put a pattern to them and and understand what's what's in your area and going through through the woods. Sure. No, that's cool. So when you're looking at putting these mineral sites in, how do you go about doing it uh, so that the deer utilize it correctly, utilize it well? Is there a certain technique we need to be looking at? Yeah. So when I start p- placing a mineral site, I like to put one every 40 to 80 acres, depending on the layout of, of the property. Some guys would think that's a little bit light. I, again, would like to to do it on a little bit more ground just because that gives me some flexibility as far as tree stand placement, et cetera, depending on what those regulations are within the state. Uh, once I do find that, that place, I like to clear out the area as far in by a, in a four by four section or four by six section, uh, clearing all debris down to the, the dirt, right. And to the soil level, Oof. move any large, logs, sticks, debris, anything along those lines and get that pushed out to the side. And then I like to place um, a granular mineral. Um, I like to place that down on the ground and knowing that that's going to leach into the ground. Um, some folks will place the mineral in a tub. That works. There's less leaching then. However, if you get a heavy rain and that rain then uh, overflows that tub, you're, you're running into the same thing. It will, it will leach in the ground. The, the deer will paw and dig that up. Um, but yeah, get that, get that ground bare, 
four by four section again in a in a fairly dense area where they would feel comfortable coming in and out mm -hmm. um and then you know again you have to think you have to think this through it's not just a you aren't just placing mineral on the ground for for this however long this mineral lasts it's going to going to be used by these deer potentially up to six eight months because they'll continue to come mm -hmm. come around and paw at that ground and 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 grab that leached uh, mineral do you like to recharge those sites on a monthly basis i do you know i i always like looking at trail camera pictures and things like that and i well, usually doesn't that's kind of the, exactly other than actually hunting the deer that's the next most fun it's the it, trail camera pick and sometimes trail camera picks can be even more fun that's true um that's true and so so typically when i when i go out um to check trail cams i like to do that on a monthly basis i'll mm -hmm. usually carry out a 40 pound bag of mineral with me and, and recharge that site on, on a monthly basis. I think uh, if you talk to nutritionists, deer nutritionists, they would say you need a, about a fourth of an ounce per deer per day. Mm -hmm. That number, you know, again, we don't, you don't necessarily know what's going into those deer or where else they're finding their mineral sites. You know, mm -hmm. if the neighbor's got one just through his tree grove or, or anything along those lines. But I would say once a month, if you want to recharge that site, that would make the most sense to me. Sure. You're not disturbing it too much at that way, but you're also not letting it go too low. Right, right. And and I think any good, well-managed, um, you know, wood line, forest, et cetera, you, you do need to get through there maybe once a month. So that way, because there's always trees falling and debris in, on, in the paths. And, mm -hmm. and it's always good just to, again, understand – understand that woods and and see see what's happening how it's progressing sure. along. and you're going to be scouting too obviously that's, that's correct so yeah and i guess maybe one thing too i know a lot of this we've focused on antler growth and um you know on the buck side but mm -hmm. and we touched a little bit you touched a little bit on the doe side but this isn't just a uh you know an antler focused type of product i mean that's that's the thing i think that you know is at least in my opinion, when we think about our, our deer herd and managing that herd, I, I don't know about everybody, but doe harvest is a big key to what goes on the dinner plate, especially in areas that have a large deer population. And if we are, if a deer is going to be, venison is going to be a mainstay on your dinner plate, it's pretty important that we have good fawn recruitment every year. And that this would be part of that process, I would, I would say. Yeah, I, I agree completely. You know, I think half of more than half the battle is, is again, producing a, a good female. Right? Yeah. It, you know, if you have, it only takes one buck to breed 10 to 15 females. Um, mm -hmm. So, so to keep those females again in, in healthy conditioning, um, being able to, to reproduce, you don't need you don't need that that doe to go to go and lay down and produce coyote bait. You want to no. have a, a big healthy fawn coming out of her and, and more, more than one ideally too. Exactly, exactly. And so so you know that's where that's where mineral can definitely help out as well as again just making a, a robust a robust deer, whether mm -hmm. it be a buck or a doe, mm -hmm. um, and then those fawns, right? And and again when we talk about when we talk about these mineral sites and everything dynamite which what we sell dynamite xp which we sell at the store mm -hmm. um you know yes it it is 
somewhat buck driven because everybody wants that picture with that you know nice oh isn't it just gorgeous yeah when you get that perfect yeah that's what the true hunters and and the folks that understand you know what what it takes to to make those you've got to look at it as a whole herd approach Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. so you're managing a whole herd just like you said with livestock you're managing a livestock exactly herd but it's not yours because obviously you don't own the deer but yeah that's exactly right so maybe um, just to kind of come to the the last bit of this here, um, are there any other thoughts that you want to have out there for guys if they're thinking this might be something they want to do? Guys or gals, I'm sorry. My wife loves to hunt too. Actually, she's yeah. the one that introduced me to pheasant hunting, Okay, and which is now one of my big passions. Yeah. But uh, is there any thoughts that folks that are out there that are curious about that uh, using a deer mineral should uh, keep in mind? Again, I think – you need to look at it as as a, a long term approach, right? Have that mineral available to those deer as, as much and as often as they can. Those deer are going to self regulate themselves, and also think about that, you know, years down the road, as far as because that these mineral sites can become historic, right? And mm-hmm. and every year they they may come through, and if you've got big plans on, you know, putting up a one of those really fancy blinds. Those real, nice real box close. blinds. Yeah, 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 real close to it, you know, and, and, and regulations obviously say that that can't take place. You know, you, that mineral in that leached soil will still be there years down the road. Um, so it's it's one of those things you can't just be willy-nilly about it. And, sure. And, uh, yeah, I think, I think it's awesome that, you know, like you said, more females are getting into hunting. And if there are any questions, if anybody does have any, wants to t- discuss further about it, I mean, feel free to give any of the field marketers mm-hmm. a call. I think the cool thing about, you know, the, the cool thing about our product is that it was created by hunters for hunters, mm-hmm. right? And, and we've put some time and effort into a product and we didn't tie it into some pretty face that has a that shot a few big deer yeah um you know so so it's at affordable level where you can keep it keep it out and around all the time yeah no it's it is definitely that way so Mm -hmm. one question to end here which one strikes your fancy more that perfectly typical whitetail or that gnarly non-typical well, if you've ever been over to my house and come into my living room, you would you would know really quickly. Oh yeah, the um, the proof is in the pudding. The huh? proof is in the pudding. There's there are a lot of really nice typical deer hanging mm-hmm. on the wall at my house. Um, it, there's just something about it, whether he's an eight or a ten. But you know, at the end of the day, though, what's in the freezer is more important, in my yeah. opinion. And there's a heck of a lot of does in that freezer, so. You don't um, eat the horns. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know, um, but no, I. You're a, typical. A typical. A typical yeah. deer. I, every now and then, if you see something gnarly, I don't know, but just in in the handful of woods that that I hunt mm-hmm. in the fall, there's just more typical deer in those woods, running those woods, and I've had between shed hunting, cell cam pictures, and tra- other trail cam pictures, and everything mm-hmm. else. I mean, we've got a pretty good pattern. We have a pretty good understanding of what they're going to score. Mm-hmm. Um, again, inches inches don't fill your belly. But at, the, but at the end of the day, you know, it is nice to to be able to remember that hunt by, by putting something up nice on the wall. So, absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, and then another little thing, I guess, 
as we're talking about hunting and, and deer mm-hmm. hunting, deer mineral, you know, a lot of guys around the area are also, also bird hunters, right? Yes. And, you know, about any, we talked about when's the right time to put mineral down. Well, same thing is when's the right time to start training that dog. I think anytime, anytime and every time you get out there and you get some repetition going mm-hmm. is, is key. And I know a lot of guys are starting to, you know, it's starting to get a little bit cooler now in the evenings. Guys are starting to look for some, some, uh, you know, training birds, things like that, whether it be some pheasants or some, some homing pigeons, mm-hmm. you know, one thing that everybody's got to, or people have to think about too is, Hey, you know, Sioux Nation's got feed for them as well. So, sure. you know, if you're running down the road and need to grab a bag of a deer mineral, we've got pheasant feed, we've got, you know, poultry feed, et cetera, whatever you guys are using, we can, we can meet those needs, be your one-stop shop. So. Perfect. Well, that sounds good. And it's in a state like South Dakota, it's good to have in mind. Definitely. Definitely. So yeah, well, thank you once again for taking the time to stop by and talk with us. And thank you to everyone out there listening. Y'all take care now.